welcome to a new episode of A Fire Inside Out. I am your host, Ben Hansen, and I'm joined by the lovely Jeff Cork. Hello. All right, Jeff Cork. This yes, time, sir. it's another short episode. Yep. As we're going to be checking out... Just keep it going. All Hollows EP. I don't have time for this. AFI's little ba- little album from October 5th, 1999. Okay. Technically the same year as Black Sails. What do you mean technically? Was it 1999? Yeah, it was actually 1999. <laughs> okay. I'm to get... Like all calendar specific about <laughs> exactly. things. Exactly. Well, yeah. If you, it depends if you're going from the Roman or the Mayan, but technically, I'm a Gregorian guy myself. <laughs> so yes, this is All Hallows EP. It is only four tracks long, mm-hmm. and one of them is a cover. Yes. Uh, so this is the second EP we've covered. We also did the Fire Inside EP, which was half covers. Mm-hmm. So we're slowly removing the covers. Next will be just no covers, like summertime. That's right. Sleeping on top with the windows open. Yep. Cork? Yeah. I think this is a very good EP. I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. How yeah. many times have you listened to this? Give me your regimen for how you listen to this one. I hit play. Great. And when it was done in the car, I would just say, all right, here we go again. I probably listened to this about a dozen times. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you can sing along when we start playing the tracks then. I can hum. Still not great at the lyrics. Okay. Not going to lie. Great. Uh, so All Hell is EP. I went back and looked at some live footage from 1999, which, again, if you're an AFI fan, I strongly recommend going on YouTube and searching like AFI live, you know, throughout the years. Go for like, try and find footage from like 1996 and then seven and eight, nine. It's fun to follow it all the way 2000, through. Well, if you want to be a real nut, you can keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is fun to watch them a lot, like evolve on their live stage. And I forgot that during this time, and I don't remember... If they still do it to this day, I doubt it. But back then, they would always uh, go on the stage to Carmina Burana. You know that song? Otherwise, just known as like the Heaven and Hell song. Like the dun, 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 dun. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. I'm with you now. They use it in the South Park trailer. Yeah. Uh, That's really, I guess, how I grew to love it. Yeah. Um, But it's very cool because they go on stage during to that song, and then they would kick into Fall Children. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the first track on this EP? So let's let's get a taste of how a concert back in next. Why lead us into that? Bop, 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 you got bop, it, kid. Bop. Starting with some very classic spooky guitar. Mm-hmm. Pretty subdued. Almost sounds acoustic. Keep in mind, this is their first song, so the crowd's just waiting. And going back and looking at live footage of that, I forgot how awesome of a kickoff song this is. And having a like concrete moment, like at 34 seconds into the song, where it's like, all right, now the crowd can go nuts. I would say this is worth the cover price and the convenience fee as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's a great way to kick off the album and definitely a great way to to start the concert. The lyrics for the opening of Fall Children? I was going to say, I love the song, Super Strong, so now it's your turn to ruin it with the lyrics. I'm not ruining it, but just the way that, again, the AFI lyrics are kind of shoehorned into the beats that they're structuring, like the structure of the song. Mm -hmm. So here we go. The lyrics are, the first lines are, as the cries start to penetrate still air, this day we celebrate. The wait now ends. 
but the way that it's divided out is the weirdest rhythm here. All right, it's pausing. Okay, I guess that works in there. And then he adds the weight on the end there. It's just a very weird way to phrase it. Because this day we celebrate the weight, and then they go into now ends. So this song, it's very Halloweeny. Oh yeah, it's got the creepy music box at the end. Holy cow! It doesn't have the creepy music. So what do they do live the there? Is, is that like a little recording? Does someone stand there with the music? They box? bring out the little girl from Road Warrior, oh, and she just slowly cranks on the thing. <laughs> That's a little boy, but well, you know, it's all the same out in the <laughs> wasteland. Boy, girl, if you want to get technical about things, I don't think they play that part live yeah uh the spooky music box stuff but this is such an awesome song and clearly they're trying to drive up the theme of this album being halloween theme like i don't know if you saw the cover but it is i did it has a jack-o'-lantern it has a very very spooky jack-o'-lantern in there There are bats in the sky (laughs) yeah there are bats in the sky and it just, just feels like a halloween theme song uh to the point that like i don't know they might it just feels like an original take on the Halloween concept, which they cover in the next song, because the next song, not to jump the gun, but it's just a Misfits cover mm-hmm. of Halloween, which is pretty similar lyrics overall, just describing spooky Halloween things. Yeah. It's like this is like their, uh, you know, complete ripoff of Halloween without being a ripoff. Yeah. And being a better song, if I may say so. This one? I like Faltrider more than Halloween for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, we get the breakdown coming up here. I was mm-hmm. but then Davey joins in but he shakes it up so he's not just saying whoa now yeah he changes it to a slight variation he's saying wide load I thought no. he was saying wallow he is saying wallow yeah I like wide load better though thanks and then this part's just awesome Just to remind you guys what song to search for on iTunes after the live show. But it, the music really ramps down quickly after that little climax of him actually screaming the name of the song. Mm-hmm. And then it gets to dumb music box crap. Creepy music box. I guess so. Here. <laughs> wow, terrifying. This part, I don't know, there, it has a certain beautiful, subtle little music mm-hmm. element to it. So... I can see not skipping this every time, which I can't say the same for every... Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Ah! Perfect. Uh, So that is Fall Children. Overall, Mm -hmm. did you enjoy this song, Quirk? I loved it. Really? Mm -hmm. I was very, very excited when it started. I was like, it's an EP, so worst Uh case scenario, it'll be over quickly. Sure. And... I wanted this song to be longer, but it was perfect. Oh, nice. Do you like the overall Halloween theme that they're going for? I love Halloween. Okay. What, like... do you think, what do you think uh, David Havoc is dressing up like for Halloween? Today? Just at this period in his life. Um, I could see, let's see, it can't be like from a movie. It has to be more original than that. Grimace? Could from, be Grimace. Yeah, yeah, but like with the bloody feet. And, and like bloody black footsteps. bangs come forward. <laughs> That sounds perfect. All right. So for the next song on this album, mm-hmm. 
they're taking a departure and this time covering the topic of Halloween. Yeah. Uh, this is a Misfit song originally from 1981. Uh, it was also covered by Alkaline Trio. Do you know them? Mm-hmm. Okay. They did a very uh, wimpy version of it that's just like a piano. It's kind of a soft, beautiful approach. If you ever are you're in a band and you think that you want to do like a stripped down version of a really good song, just don't. But what? you are the guy who previously said when we were covering a Fire Inside EP that you wanted, uh, like if someone's going to cover a song, mm-hmm. that you should change it up completely. And you mentioned uh, Hurt as a good example. That yeah, seems like but, exactly what you're saying. No, but this is different though. Just a like a lame piano version uh-huh. is not great. Okay. Like that awful Tori Amos version of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Sure. Just terrible. Well, it's going to make you think about the emotions in the lyrics more than the original ever could. Great. Yeah. You can slow yeah. anything down. It'll make you think about your life and everyone that's left you. Yeah, that's true. All right, here's Halloween, just to remind you. I remember. This day anything goes. Mm-hmm. You know Halloween. There yeah. are no rules. It's just the purge. Cobwebs and razor blades. Yeah, you get it. Uh, some of the lyrics here. Bonfires burning bright. Pumpkin mm-hmm. faces in the night. Mm. The spookiest of all things. <laughs> uh, oh, I remember Halloween. Dead cats hanging from poles. Those lyrics always stood out to me. Little dead are out in droves. I remember Halloween. This is the line that kills me. Brown leafed vertigo where skeletal life is known. <laughs> yeah. That's what the misfits went with for the Halloween lyrics. It should be gnome. Yeah, it certainly would be spookier than just knowing uh, those things. But Halloween, I think it's a fine song. I actually, going back to the Misfits original version, mm-hmm. I like AFI's cover a bit more. It's a little more energetic. The Misfits is a little bit more lethargic, I think, throughout the entire thing. Yeah, I like the original a lot, and I think this is a really good cover. Do you think that the original is a well-known song? I don't know if it's a well-known song. You're my template sure. for what the rest of society knows about the song Halloween. You have heard it before, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Huh, okay. They would think, uh, the rest of society probably thinks like John Carpenter's movie. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, but I think that this is good because he's done, you know, they've done uh, Misfits covers before. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they did them with a great sense of reverence. Right. Which was, this is nice because he's singing and he's he's still making a few nods to Dan Zig's weird little vocalizations. Sure. But he's singing as how, how, like how he normally does, too. Yeah. So it's not like a, I'm singing karaoke. He's not impersonating to, him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I can definitely see so that. That's why I really like this. One thing I do not like about this song, though. <laughs> I can't imagine where you're going with this. That terrible self-indulgent ending that just goes on It forever. goes on forever. So the song really ends at a minute 40. The Misfits original yeah. is only like a minute and a half long. Right. Here's, here's how AFI's ends. All right, on to the next track. Here we go, Wi-Fi. Let's go. Here we go. Keep that momentum going. <laughs> oh, wait. Now you have to everyone slow down and slowly gaze out over the audience. Oh, no. This is during the concerts. Uh, they turn off all the lights, and then they bring a bowl around filled with a witch's <laughs> hair. And they Gale have you put, yeah, <laughs> put your hand in it. Really, it's like, what are you supposed to do with this crap? This is like a sound effects record. For like, like, <laughs> it uh, is. Halloween. This reminds me like... Um, Going on a slight tangent. Yeah. Uh, a band that I really like, Mountain Goats, they just released a new album. Yeah, you've been talking a lot about them. Yeah, and uh, it's about 
professional wrestling. It's called Beat the Champ. It's kind of a theme. Hang on, I can't hear you over my favorite track. <laughs> Your favorite track, yeah, exactly. Oh, but there's another minute of this, but go ahead, Gordon. Okay, well, uh, you get the picture. Yeah. Um, but there's a song that's really good. It's called Heel Turn 2. Fantastic okay. song, and it does the same thing where you're like, all right, you are done here, but yet you continue for I- way too long. And then I saw them in concert last night, actually, and... I was thinking, well, maybe they know now that there's a possibility that the crowd could turn on them sure. if they just kept it up. But nope, it was the same long-ass piano outro. It was just, who is this for? I don't understand. Like, it's to make it sound different or just to change the pace for a fair amount of time. Like, I understand you can be more experimental with an EP. Mm-hmm. And if they are going for this kind of early attempt at a concept album from them and mm-hmm. they want to make it Halloween-y, yeah. but they just don't want to write more halloween themed lyrics because i think they've they've already mentioned jack-o'-lanterns like where else can you go yeah exactly so let's just have an extended period of sound effects records well here's the solution yeah this is just a a matter of sequencing put this as the last track exactly people are surprised by this energetic cover of a misfit song yes and you can immediately hit stop yes when you're out you don't have to skip ahead i always feel weird about skipping ahead of this on on a song even if it's just a minute and a half of this crap yeah i if it's the last track, though, right. I can get out, no problem. I agree completely. I don't know why they would structure it this way and essentially pressure the audience to skip part of their album every single time if mm-hmm. you want to just enjoy AFI's music. It's like a dare. <laughs> it really is. Or this is just, yeah, the moment if you're driving listening to this, they recommend shutting off your headlights, uh, just getting <laughs> in the mood overall. Oh, God, Dead Man's Corner is coming up. <laughs> All right, so that's Halloween. It's a fine cover. Mm-hmm. Do you want to listen to the Elkline Trio version of it? Sure. All right. It really picks up. Here we go. Matt Skiba getting ready. This actually sounds kind of cool so far. Especially like if this gu- is... This is a Guns N' Roses song. Sure, like sure. Illusion. Yeah. Hopefully this one's at the end of their album. I remember Halloween dead cats hanging from poles, little dead around Actually, just hearing that voice again reminds me that, oh yeah, I used to really like Elk Land Trio. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about that phase in my life. We all do. That's not a great entry point to that band, though. No, it's not. It's not. But that is another band's attempt at covering Halloween from the Misfits. All right, moving on to an original song, but one that you could argue the name is derived from something else. So mm-hmm. this third track on All Hallows EP is called The Boy Who Destroyed the World, which is super confusing because I got into AFI like the same time I got into Nirvana. Mm-hmm. I did a cover of the Bowie song, The Man Who Sold the World. Mm-hmm. And so trying to keep these two straight, it was goddamn impossible. you recognize this song, Cork? Mm-mm. This song is in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Oh, my God. Yeah. So some people might have heard this song a lot. Uh, oh, wow. Chorus is coming up here. Remember what it, remember what it, 
my god, it's it just clicked. Oh really? You remember skating a lot to this song then? Oh god, yeah. Also, uh, it was matched with what I would argue is the best part of Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three, which is already a great game. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Rodney Mullen bonus video at the end. Did you ever watch that? Do you remember which that one at all? Is that? Uh, Rodney Mullen, he's the crazy street skater that just does a lot of, you know, tricks with the actual board itself, not mm-hmm. so much big air or anything. Um, fancy footwork, I guess you could call it. But they have The Boy Who Destroyed the World over his video. And I remember seeing that video for the first time and it absolutely blowing my mind. Yeah. I, I'm known for hyperbole, Cork. Mm-hmm. If I think back to like genuine mind blowing moments in my life. Yeah. I'm serious. The first time I saw that Rodney Mullen video, I had no idea that a human was capable of any of that crap. Did you just have to sit with your, your head in your hands for a while? Yeah, absolutely. I then picked up a skateboard and tried it, and it didn't go well. Yeah, you did that in the office about 15 minutes ago, <laughs> too. Right. We had I just fell on the skateboard. Your... Yeah, you but, didn't fall, but... Yeah, but I strongly recommend people Google the Rodney Mullen video from Tony Express Creator 3. I'm sure he's done more impressive stuff since, but it's a good chance to listen to Boy Who Destroyed the World one more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you think of this song? I thought it was good. It's a good track. Yeah, it's a good track. It does a real What's good song job? about. Is it Halloween or have we just we're done with that? It's not. It's interesting because you think that it would be I didn't think that. Okay, Halloween theme just to stick with the overall theme mm-hmm. of the album, but it varies it up. There aren't really Halloween specific lyrics and like the overall lyrics are about basically a special child. Davey describes it as somebody with a glow in their eyes <gasps> and then society basically uh punishing them. Here's here's a breakdown. Let's let's cut in with this. Name Anthony by any chance? <laughs> Why do you say that, Cork? Is uh, that a Twilight Zone reference for everybody? Quite possibly. Okay, so the glow of the boy's eyes mm-hmm. hurt the other people's eyes, and they regretted silencing the glow of his eyes once their own glow went away. Here's the line that I got that from. Is he says, they said it hurt their eyes, but he would never know that they were claiming regret as their own, their own dissipated. Hmm. So that's what I'm taking that as, but... That sounds I guess, like a good reading. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is a stretch to assume that Davey's writing about himself, but I guess you could see it as... He's a pretty special boy. He's a special little boy wanting to be a big boy, and that society is a real son of a bitch sometimes to special people. Yeah. Ask good old JC up on that cross. <laughs> it took the glow right out of his Just eyes. Just out of it. Uh, Seriously, though. Yeah, let's get serious here. Come on. Oh, God, what's that? I'm I'm a total idiot because I can't remember the name of it now. What is the name of that horror movie there where there were those kids? There's like Children of the Corn. No, 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 not Malachi and Zachary and all that nonsense. But uh, it was like they all were like had similar looking and they had like a glowing eye thing. Isn't that Children of the Corn? No, it was I have uh, no idea. Black and white, uh, red all over horror movie. No, yeah, I can't remember the name. It was like it wasn't Village of the damned i can't remember. i don't know it's but dave was probably just watching that and writing totally about it unsatisfying tangent so <laughs> that's I apologize fine for that. but yeah they're kids like some i think like some older people came into town and they were like we're all the adults and they were like 
hypnotizing people with their eyes and sure. stuff like that. But I was going to say, at the end of the song, they do kind of stick with a thankfully short continuation of the Halloween theme here. Mm. Just going into the thunderclap for 10 seconds at the end. Yeah. It's nice. I mean, it's interesting because listening to this again, I forgot how much they're kind of going for that oddball theme for the entire album. But then in Total Immortal, there's none of it. Hmm. Uh, they cut all that stuff out. So it's weird to end your somewhat sort of concept album on a concept-free track. But any other thoughts on Boy Destroy the World? No, not really. You'll have to look that up for me. Oh, the horror movie? movie. All right, sure. Why don't you do that real quick? All right. Horror movie, boys. No, it's boys and girls. It was like a village. Village of the Damned. Village of the Damned, okay. 1960. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about Village of the Damned. In the English village of Midwich, the blonde-haired, glowing-eyed children of uncertain paternity proved to have frightening powers. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, for 1960, I could see Davey being into some 1960 horror movies. Yeah, some That's... spook shows on the TV. Exactly, yeah. That's totally feasible and reasonable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Next song is Total Immortal. Total Immortal. Do you like that name? Uh, not not particularly. Okay. Uh, Sounds like a new metal band, like an album title. Sure, I could see it. So give me your raw impressions of Total Immortal by AFI. My notes are yeah. pretty okay, I wrote. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. God damn it, Cork. We're going to need you to do some more research. <laughs> I listened this. to it like, like I said, like a dozen times. Okay. And I had, this one just did not do much for me. Oh boy. This might be. Did I blow it? I think a little bit. Okay. I think this is like one of the, if not the quintessential old school AFI songs. Okay. I would certainly consider that way. It seems like whenever they want to please old school fans, mm-hmm. basically if they do a live show and they don't play Total Immortal, people are going to be pissed. Arms are crossing. Yeah. Head slowly shaking. Exactly, as they're filing out. Uh, but it is weird that one of their most classic tracks is kind of buried at the end of this EP. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a, like a creepy like a ghoul. skeleton. Yeah, exactly, uh, that they used to know. But it is an absolute classic, and I'm curious. I totally blew it, apparently. Yeah, no, that's fine. I really wanted to get like someone's raw take on it. Yeah. Because listening to it now, I'm excited because I've heard it so many times. I still think it is a good song, but I just didn't know how much it would actually stand out. But uh, we should give people a chance to actually reacquaint themselves with Total Immortal here. Let's do it. Show off this little part in the build up to the chorus. Like mm-hmm. he syncs his voices with jades uh, in a way they've never heard before. They're coming up. This part here. Like having him going for the scream voice while Jade is going for like this rage I cannot let go. Mm-hmm. I think it sounds really cool and it's something they never really do. Uh, throughout the rest of their career that I can really think of off the top of my head here. This might be also the peak of AFI having really tough lyrics to understand. Really? Well, <laughs> does it get better? I don't know. Who can say? Um, well, you probably have a good idea. Yeah, I probably have a good idea. It gets, they get easier to understand Thank you. as they move forward. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but the lyrics, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's just total immortal. I never really focused too much on the lyrics. And mm-hmm. reading through them now, I guess you could see it as being about being bullied. Mm. I don't, so here, here's what we got, Cork. Hope unknown. Sometimes just waking is surreal. I pass right through the nameless ones. 
I know that hope's unknown. Sometimes the water feels so real. As I walk through it, it fills my lungs. My God, I'm drowning. This day never seems to end. This pain never. This day never seems to end. This rage I cannot let go. I hear them calling my name. I feel them gnawing out holes all through flawless souls. And I hear them calling my name. I feel them gnawing out holes. Ba 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 ba. So alone. Sometimes I hear. Sometimes I swear that I can hear the taunting of the voiceless ones. I mean, maybe it's a stretch to perceive that as being about bullying, but at least being pressured by some sort of larger force. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. Maybe I'm too focused on high school and the point about uh, him being drowned and he still feel the water might be influenced by the music video where they're holding his face in a toilet really because you haven't seen the music video yet have you no tell you what let's take a break and you can watch the music video all right all right we're back (laughs) jeff cork your fresh take on the total immortal video from 1999 all right uh david havoc is wearing a tight top yeah he seems to really be enjoying the performing angle or the singing angle this time around. The first mm-hmm. music video you really see like, oh, he loves putting on a show. And he's wearing tight pants yep. that are also some kind of artificial leather, I'm assuming. Certainly. Yep. Um, it is black and white. Yeah. And in the concert portion, see, this is like another thing. They they, they play some music mm-hmm. on a stage. And there's like a, like I mentioned, uh, like a jack-o'-lantern that you would buy at spencer gifts it's a very spooky jack-o'-lantern to be super spooky so then yeah lyrically they didn't keep like the halloween theme up but in the music video they're really trying to bring up that spooky angle Mm -hmm. and they have um, shots of the band um standing in front of uh, graves and (laughs) it's all too much for mr david havoc and at one point he kind of collapses and then it segues where he's he's underwater as he's singing about being underwater he's in like a tub yeah it looked like a tub i always thought it was a toilet but it is totally a tub i I never want to go to your house this sounds (laughs) terrifying what what are you doing buddy yeah so it's weird that like like that look for davy havoc where he has like the little bangs Mm -hmm. the the long hair in the front like that is for me like the epitome of davy havoc's look that's what i always think of when i think of davy havoc yeah and it's weird for like their classic song when they have a really classic look the music video is kind of themed as a bit of a throwback. Mm-hmm. Like you described it as an expressionistic film. Yeah. I guess you could also see it as like, maybe they're going for more of like an 80s old misfit style music video type of look. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just, it's it's weird for the peak of a band in a lot of people's eyes. The widow's peak of the band. Exactly. To be a retro throwback visually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, oh, I wish we just had a nice, clean, live take of what they were actually into then. Not like this right. mishmash of like, do they think this is cool? Really? The, or just cool as like an homage? Because when they're standing in front of the graves, it's pretty pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and then it collapses over. It really is funny. You should watch the video. But at the, also, to be fair, you don't, we have the benefit of perspective because we're looking back. They didn't know at the time this is their the apex of this, <laughs> you know, this point of their career. That's a good point. That's they a good probably point. weren't planning it like 10 years in advance. Okay, all right. Now now the slump is going to start. Well, to be fair, to call it the apex of their career is insane. Like they go okay. into bigger and better things for sure. But really? As far as this, this okay. era, uh, I guess you'd call it. Okay. Um, but it also reminded me watching this music video that there was no music video for all of Black Sails. Interesting. Like unless I'm completely missing something. Mm-hmm. I think the last music video we saw was third season. Yeah, with the diabolical ice cream. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm, uh, I'm, so far, I'm not impressed with their music videos. Yeah. Their music is much better. Yeah, the music videos are going to get more and more elaborate. The next one, actually, I think is a pretty cool music video with a very impressive director, which we'll go into. But uh, we saw the director for 
uh, Turtle Immortal. And let's not forget to try and look that guy up for an interview to try and figure out. Warshowski. There we go. Find out what the hell is going on. Uh, but speaking of kind of dumb crap. Mm, here we are. Did you ever see Me, Myself, and Irene? Yes. Do you remember anything about the ending credits to Me, Myself, and Irene? I don't. Okay. Well, if you stuck all the way through the credits, you would have heard a certain cover. It's the offspring. Oh my. Doesn't it sound like but? I just I hate the way Dexter sounds when he's singing that. Yeah, for sure. Like the actual chorus I think sounds pretty good here. They're building to it. It's great because it kind of sounds like AFI. <laughs> exactly. Open down. <laughs> oh, boy. But it's so weird that Total Immortal is in Me, Myself, and Irene. What? I don't understand that. What it's, happened? I don't know. It's such a weird choice. I would imagine like Offspring recording this cover and then sitting down with AFI and be like, hey, guess what, guys? You're going to love it. And then just AFI having to like smile and nod. Yeah. Oh. Hope I know. That sounds really cool coming from you, Dexter. <laughs> right on. Oh, Fairly Brothers. It's cool. That's good stuff. Love their politics. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so that's uh that's total immortal yeah you thought it was a good song a fine song it's pretty okay in my book all right um which well, is let's... a big creepy book th- that you have to close with both hands and a puff of dust comes out <laughs> and there's a jack-o'-lantern on the front uh so let's go with your favorite and your least favorite track from a hall's ep oh boy I really like Fall Children. I think this the album starts off super strong. Okay. And my least favorite, and again, it's not a song that I hate. I think the reason I wrote Pretty Okay is it's just like a standard AFI song, which is okay. pretty good. It's not like I didn't remember it. Sure. Because it, or, or I remember it because it just sucked beyond belief. <laughs> it's just like, ah, this is like an AFI song. Yeah. So I, I would say like on a really strong EP... Yeah. Total Immortal is probably my least favorite. Okay. Boy, but that's not to say it's a bad song. Okay. That's fair. Here's just flush that old offspring out of our system here. Now every face looks familiar. Then every face so much way till now. Everyone, do you know? I know your deception. He knows your deception. Mm. Uh, I'm going to have a bit of a flip-flop for you. Where my favorite track on All Hallows EP is Total Immortal. Mm-hmm. Fall Children coming in second. Boy, you the world is third. And Halloween has to be last. Really? Like, it's just, it's a weird little kitty song about spooky things. It's like, there's no real complexity to it. You're just going to speed through it. And then... It's from the perspective of an old man <laughs> recalling whatever. his precious memories. Well, you know I remember Halloween. Oh, yeah. Dead cats. I remember that. <laughs> and poles covered with them. <laughs> Um, but especially if you factor in like the 18 minutes of dumb sound effects from Halloween, mm. like there's no way you can say that song is better than Total Immortal. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Oh, because I can always hit stop. Well, all right. All right. Sure. Cork. Like, so if- <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry. God damn it. You're going to piss off so many AFI fans. Total Immortal is the song. That's fine. 
Um, I'm sorry, people. That's fine. So overall, Are I we also... going to see these guys in concert, by the way? Like, yeah. When are they coming to Minneapolis? I mean, they got to put out a new album. Last one came out a year and a half ago, maybe? Okay. Somewhere around there. So it might be a little while, but oh, for sure. Like, that's that's going to be a bonus episode at some point when we see them live. Yeah. We get backstage with the boys. Cool. Eat some kale. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Um, oh, also, one thing I want to point out. The yeah. video for Total Immortal is really funny because when the drummer does not get much airtime, <laughs> and when they show it, it's just like everyone else is wearing like all black and their eyeliner and stuff like that. Drummer is just a normal guy, just wearing a white T-shirt. Right. And they show him for just like a little bit, kind of like, okay, we are obligated to do this. But yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, listening to interviews uh, with the band which I should talk more about in a bit. But, mm-hmm. like, Adam seems like he has a really good sense of humor. Davey has a good sense of humor for the most part. And then, like, Jaden Hunter are a little bit humorless. But Adam seems like an all-around cool, super normal guy. And that would be the drummer? That would be the drummer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I would love to talk to Adam. I think he'd probably be the most fun to talk to and, like, the most relaxed about the whole thing. Yeah. But uh, I mentioned interviews. As part research for this podcast, some people had recommended uh, The Lowdown, mm-hmm. which is an unofficial cd that you can buy uh it's tough to tell that it's unofficial i mean it's labeled as just afi the lowdown but what it is is like a two cd set and one cd is just a biography of the band Mm -hmm. and then the second cd is just a weird grab bag of interviews from i think it's like just like five from across their career not particularly great interviews the audio quality isn't great but the actual rundown of their biography is really really dumb it's basically just an extended Wikipedia article. There are a couple like interesting details that I might not have known, but the entire song or the entire album mm-hmm. just has this techno, well, not techno, but just kind of this beat going throughout the entire thing. And it just feels like an MTV Cribs <laughs> song or like show or something. Uh, so <laughs> just to give you a taste of what this <laughs> AFI lowdown unauthorized biography is like, here's mm-hmm. like the final track. We'd really like to thank all of you who have been with Here's us Davey. for this long and who, you know, truly understand and, and appreciate what you're doing, what we're Which doing. Which is nice. Sometimes they have um, little clips from the band at the beginning. Really your loyalty and dedication really doesn't go unnoticed, and we really appreciate it. By the way, it. I convinced Davey sounds we like Dad Ivan Rod from Radio Lab. Oh, God, he does. Yeah. The internet, read a book. <laughs> Good job, Jade. Here we go. The question is, what to do for an encore? When you've spent 15 years of your life consistently devoted to aiming yourself at the stars under the pretext that hitting the moon is a compromise and that compromise is not an option, what more is there left to do once you're out there in the glittering galaxy of fame and unimaginable fortune? Unimaginable. If I unimaginable fortune? I don't know. I can imagine quite a bit. So this is it. Just an entire hour of this music looping. AFI its reason to exist in the world. It was all down to one desperate fan who simply had to persuade them to reform. All right, that's it. Uh, so the point is, if you're an AFI fan, please do not buy the lowdown <laughs> if you see it on Amazon and think that it's some AFI CD because it is not great. Uh, and I'm sorry to everyone that produced it, but at least it's British, so it has a nice British lady's voice throughout the whole thing. There you go. Uh, so overall, yeah, All Hollows EP, I think it's a really, really great EP. I love a lot of tracks on it. If you just trim out a couple, couple just a little bit of that crap in there. Yeah. We get the Halloween lyrics. You don't need to... Like, the thunderclap is cool. You can leave that part in. Mm-hmm. But we don't need the wind chimes and spooky breeze sounds. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think it's a really great uh, middle point between Black Sails and Art of Drowning, which is coming up next. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing how musically it is right in between those two, and it fits in and makes this nice trilogy, as you could see it, of 
mm. kind of peak old AFI if you want to see it that way. Yeah. Um, but I agree that it also feels like it's out of order and that Halloween should have definitely been at the end. Yeah. And Fall Children's a good place to start it. Put Total Immortal after that. Mm-hmm. Then we can start winding things down with Boy to Destroy the World. We got um, it all figured out. We got it all figured out. So, I mean, for as far as the tone and lyrics, like mm-hmm. it seems like first half, Halloween's cool. And second half is about how society has hurt him, mm-hmm. which is a theme we've heard a lot from AFI. I'm going to do more research. I'm convinced this is a Village of the Damned song. Okay. Yeah. Boy Who Destroyed the World. I mean, did that movie end with a boy destroying the world? I don't remember. Okay. Then. <laughs> it's certainly not important. I have a lot of burdens in my life already. That's fair. So on a scale of one to five, which is our EP scale. One to, oh, God. You threw me for a loop here. Uh, one to five? Yep. Can we do half points? Yes, we can. So it says... It's a 10 point scale. I'm going to give this a four. I think I'll agree with you that it's a four. Yeah. A very, very strong four. Very, like, a bold four. <laughs> a wingdings four. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning into All Hello's EP. Uh, next episode is going to be another doozy. Uh, Black Sails, that episode got a little bit long, but I think it was good. And I'm hoping that we can do the same amount of justice to Art of Drowning. Why couldn't they have called this EP Hollow? It's a great question. <laughs> great question. When we interview the band, that's going to be the first question we ask them. Um, but Art of Drowning, I'm very excited to hear because I know that album the best, or I did. Mm-hmm. I listened to it the most back in the day. Okay. And I haven't heard it for well over 10 years. Oh, wow. This will be fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So tune in next time, next yeah. week, when we're going to be airing the Art of Drowning episode. Until right. then, AF5. AF5. Levels, Cork, if you could just keep it down. I said good enough. Test one, test two. Test threes. Mic check, mic check. Hi, I'm Mike. Hot. What do you need? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm Mike. I'm Mike. Hot Mike. I'm Mike. Hot Mike. Hot Mike. Hi, Mike. <laughs> oh, wait a minute.